Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to the Lumini Rock and Roll Circus. Uh, we have yet another interview for you guys today with the band Victory Dance. We've got Kenny and Chris on the line here. But before we get to Victory Dance... Uh, I'd like to take care of a little business here. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live. That is PPLMag.com, Pittsburgh's first internet radio, TV network, online community magazine, and business directory. Go to PPLMag.com. Like I said, you are listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus with um, uh, with a great another great interview as well as a great music. Uh, every Saturday we do a new. Uh, music podcast every Saturday and a new interview every Wednesday comes out so you definitely want to check out the website ludinirockandrollcircus.com okay and uh, this band that we have uh, on on the line here with us today is these guys are these guys are pretty new now they've been in some other bands uh, that you guys may out there in listener land may have heard of uh, we've got some former members from Fancy Reagan and Lady Radiator uh, in the band here. This is a new band called Victory Dance, and I believe we've got uh, Kenny and Chris on the phone. We got somebody else there too. Yeah, Bobby. Bobby. Hi, Bobby. It's it's Lou Lombardi from the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus. Thanks for getting on the call. Thank you, Lou. Nice to meet you. No problem. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, just when you uh, talk, guys, just say who you are. Just say your first name. You know, Bobby or Chris or you know whatever. So you. Or Kenny, so you, so everybody knows who's talking. So, um, I will put this out there, and whoever wants to chime in can start. Because <laughs> it's usually it's one on one, you know, so we got a whole bunch of people here. Uh, how did how did the uh, how did the band Victory Dance come together? How did it get started? Hi, Bobby. Bobby talking. Um, band. Well, three of us from Fancy Reagan, Chris and I, on the phone. Um, we're from Fancy Reagan and uh, the keyboard player Jason. Um, after that band uh, disbanded, we kind of kept the project going on a similar path and uh, auditioned some new singers um, and guitar players. And uh, kind of, the, and we landed on Kenny. We landed with Kenny, which was awesome. Much, uh, much more up the alley of what we were trying to do. A much more alternative thing. I don't know if you're familiar with Fancy Reagan, but it's, uh, it's like a very uh, pop act. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, we're trying to do something a little more alternative, so Kenny was perfect for that. Um, we got RJ on board as a uh, guitar player for this project. Um, and, I mean, that's pretty much it. Kenny could probably tell you a little bit more about how his experience was joining the band. But, um, um, so, so, so Fancy Reagan kind of, you know, kind of the band kind of breaks up, and then you guys are want to sort of kind of build a, a new band around a new singer, and this is where Kenny comes in. Yeah. Yep. Kenny, so, go ahead. Give us... Yeah, wait yeah. a minute, Kenny. Give us your give us your take on the thing. Just see when see the stories match up. <laughs> yeah, all right. <laughs> so I'll uh, I'll try to summarize it as best as I can. Um, so a buddy, a mutual friend of ours, posted up on social media that uh, 
pop band, like a pop rock band was looking for a singer and they were looking for auditions and stuff like that. Um, and for me, being a singer, I like to kind of challenge myself vocally and I wasn't necessarily uh, doing anything in that genre per se. And I thought to myself, hey, my own, why don't I try this out? <clears throat> Let me see. It doesn't hurt me just sending something in. So I looked at what the requirements were for the audition, and I thought to myself, you know what? How about I just don't follow any of that, and I just send them, like, a, a four-year-old video of me singing in, like, my basement. And if, uh, if they actually like it and it works out, then that would be pretty interesting. So um, they ended up liking it, which kind of threw me off. Uh, I came in and <laughs> 150 uh, other vocal uh, auditions later, they uh, they seemed to like what I was doing, um, <clears throat> and we kind of just all clicked from there. It was it was kind of nice. Uh, it's really the summary of it. Yeah, I mean um, the cool thing was this is Bobby talking <laughs> again, but the uh, the cool thing was we knew Kenny not personally, but from the like Jersey band scene. Uh, my old band had played with Lady Radiator before, so we had shared a stage in the past. So I was already familiar with what he did, but same thing like he's saying. like I knew him as kind of a like a hardcore, um, definitely not a pop singer. Um, and so the idea that he was interested was real interesting to us, too, and we were excited about that. Um, but we already knew his, like, his uh, skills as a front man and as a you know, as a lead singer in Lady Radiator was awesome. So it was exciting to try that out. Well, what were you guys looking for uh, in terms of a singer? Like, what, what what were the sort of criteria in your mind? Um, you know, we were coming, Bobby, we were coming from, a, like, a major label pop act. So what we had going there required, like, you know, a pretty, uh, definitely a really solid, unique voice, um, mm-hmm. which is some criticism that we had of our old band. So... Um, we were looking for something with a lot of somebody with a lot of character and something really unique, uh, which obviously um, Kenny is the man and brought that. Um, and uh, we're looking for charisma and uh, you know a, a singer who can who thrives on tour and thrives at a live show and can uh, connect with the audience. So again, Kenny's experience was invaluable with that, and he's the man. He's, he, Kenny can turn a, a show with six people into a exciting intimate event for them <laughs> so uh, and you can grab an audience of a thousand people and make it feel small and intimate too so it's uh you know he he's perfect for that um why the uh and somebody else can chime in here um chris or whoever wants you guys just feel free to jump in um uh what you, you said that you know the, the, the fancy reagan was more of a mainstream pop act and you guys wanted to be maybe a little more alternative can you kind of sort of like why why was that? Why, why do you, why do you want to, why did you want to sort of change directions a little bit? Uh, Chris. Yeah. I mean, uh, for Bobby and myself, um, for the fancy guys, uh, we, that's, that's where we grew up. That's the, the lane musically that we found most interesting. What speaks to us as musicians and as music fans. Um, and, we wanted to play something that we, we wanted to be in a band again where we loved every song that we were writing and, and loved the music that we were doing as opposed to feeling like we were being pushed and pulled into directions that weren't necessarily natural or comfortable for, um, for us and for ourselves. And blending what we learned by being on a label um, and being in a popular band with um, those kind of pop hooks with what, we're, what we prefer um, musically, which is the more alternative, more rock 
um, direction. And then having Kenny and RJ come in, and that's where their lane is too, it just made sense um, musically and artistically to go down that path. Um, how would you guys describe uh, the new sound? I mean, other than alternative rock. <laughs> like, can you give us a little more, some more specific? Uh, this is Kenny. Um, um, I would probably say, in my opinion, um, I, I don't know if anyone else disagrees, but I think it's, it has that pop rock mentality with, uh, with a little more grit. Um, I think if for listeners who are looking for something that's mainstream but yet has a little off-roading to it, if that makes any sense. Mm-hmm. Does anybody else want to chime in on that? I think Bobby. I think it's more of like a like a totally urban fusion with some folk and um, something some little, little bluegrass in there. It's, it's pretty unique. Um, who are the principal songwriters in the band? <laughs> uh, Bobby, it's our uh, our um, songwriting process is pretty all over the place. Um, everybody in the band is a songwriter in their own capacity. So um, our whole EP, every song on our EP has a different combination of songwriters. Um, Jason and I did a lot of the production on it, um, but everybody has their hands on that one or more songs on that EP. Um, where did you guys record? Um, we recorded all all in house. So Jason, our keyboard player, is a uh, has his own studio because he does uh, commercial music for a living. And um, so we did a lot of the tracking there. We did a lot of tracking for guitars and vocals um, at my place, and um, we mixed it at his and just sent it out for mastering. Um, so so the, album, the album is called the, the Spectrum. How many? If this is like an EP, though, like how many tracks are on it? Six. Six. Okay. And um, so it's pretty much self-produced by you guys, and it sounds totally like it doesn't. And I hate you know, it doesn't sound like self-produced. Like you hear like a lot of people do self-produced records. Like they, you know, it has a very professional, totally you know, uh, ready to go sound. Um, but what are some of you guys can all chime in? I want each one of you guys to answer this question. What is your favorite moment, or what are some of your favorite moments on the new record? <clears throat> a good question. Favorite moments. Uh, is it Kenny? This is, is it Kenny? Kenny? Okay. Yeah, this is Kenny. Um, I would probably say. I think my favorite moment with the record was um, writing our single, actually, that we released. It was probably the the last, one of the last songs that we wrote um, uh, for the record. It's called Memphis. And uh, I remember when Bobby sent it over to me to kind of uh, see what my thoughts were on it. Um, it was already titled Memphis. And I think it was just solely based on how the sound was. It had this really, like, grassy southern kind of feel to it um and i wanted to stay within that same realm and so as i wrote the lyrics and got into that whole mentality of figuring out what i wanted to write about um generally i mean people tend to um you know base their songs off of like the title the title of the song based off of what they're writing about and for this song in particular i didn't want to do that uh, just because I really like the name Memphis, and I think just that's kind of how the song was formed. It had that whole feel to it. Uh, 
so after writing it, I was just like, you know what? Screw this. I think I'm just going to leave the song title as Memphis, as how it originally was formed. Um, and I think for all of us, it ended up being one of our most favorite tracks on the record. Okay. Uh, yeah. that, is that Bobby? No, uh, this is Chris. Chris, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think for me, um, I uh, being the drummer, you tend to record your parts in, in front of everybody else. So uh, there are times when you hear a song as it's demoed or as it starts out, and then um, you know a couple weeks for Bobby and Jade, much of production, and there were new sounds and new things that were on there. Um, this song takes on a completely different feel and a different light to it. Um, so I know with uh, with uh, the song "The Climb" and uh, "Cut the Rope," how they started and then how they ended up on the record. Um, it was cool. It was cool to be surprised by that. To be surprised by the kind that you played maybe 100, 150 times, and to be able to listen to it almost like it's the first time. Mm. So, so for me, towards the end of the process, uh, that was probably. Some of the more one of the more exciting moments for me, anyway. And Bob, Bobby. Yeah, um, I think for me, like doing a record is always an interesting process. But I'm all about our live show and playing live, and a record is, you know, just a means of capturing what we're doing at the time. So for me, Memphis, the single that Kenny was talking about, um, is the most exciting song on the record because it translates awesome live, and it's like a powerhouse song live. Um, so I was looking forward to playing it. We kind of wrote it with that in mind um, of how to execute it um, in a way that would be really effective. So when you come to our show and that song just knocks everybody on their face, um, you know, every song, every song in their own right. I mean, the, the album's called The Spectrum because it kind of covers a wide range of uh, of feels, of topics. You know, it's not like a record, a concept record about one thing. It's kind of a, all, all over the spectrum of, uh, you know, emotion and um personal battles and, and you know there's Kenny can tell you more about each song but uh you know this, that's that's where the title the spectrum came from is because it covers that full spectrum and but I think I think the uh for me personally everything that translates live and kicks ass is is what gets me excited <laughs> cool so let's go around the room again um and somebody is doing something on the phone making a lot of racket I don't know which one of you guys it is if you could calm that down a little bit, <laughs> would be great. Um, but uh, uh, let's let's start with Kenny, and then we'll go to Chris, and we'll go to Bobby. And Kenny, what you start? How did you get started in music? Like, what are your influences, and what what makes you so passionate about it? Uh, interesting. Um, I I started with music probably at the age of I'd say of ten. Um, okay. and, uh, it was weird. I, um, <clears throat> I was walking, I was walking with my mom down, like down the road, somewhere to like some store. And I found this record on, um, on the ground and it was from a band called sick of it all. And, uh, and I was like, Oh, this looks awesome. It's got like a dragon on it. And like, cool, whatever. I didn't even know what, what I was even getting myself into. And when I went home and I put on that, uh, that record, I, I, uh, it just grabbed me, like, the lyrics, like, everything, the heart, the passion behind it, and, um, something about, like, punk rock, old school punk rock really spoke to me at that time, I think, mostly because of where I was at in my life, being so young and just trying to transitioning into, like, I don't know, um, and that kind of, that was, like, my foreground 
before really getting into music. And strangely enough, that opened a lot of doors for me uh, as far as artists go in such a very drastic uh, way. Like I, I listened to punk rock and then somehow I found myself getting really into like Nina Simone and Sam Cooke. And I was just really into listening to vocalists and to singers who had passion behind their words. And those, um, those three artists alone really uh, kind of connected and stayed with me. Uh, go ahead, Chris. Uh, I got um, I got an early start. My father played drums, uh, and he pretty much put me out of class at like two years old to stick to my hand, and that was it. It was races um, and playing in bands and hard rock. Bobby and I actually met in high school, and we've been playing in bands since we were like 13 years old. So um, he and I have been doing this together for a very long time. Um, and musically, I, uh, as I got into it so young, um, I've been able to dabble in a lot of different genres, jazz, country, uh, pop, metal, um, home is definitely in, in, uh, in alternative music and the thrices and, uh, silver chairs of the world is, is definitely where, um, I'm most comfortable. Cool. And, and go ahead, Bob. How did, how did this all music thing, uh, come into your life? Um, I got into music, I guess, um, well, I'm a grunge baby, 90s Nirvana, SDP, mm-hmm. uh, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains. That's like what I learned to play guitar on and what I did for a decade. Silverchair was one of my favorite bands of all time. Um, and like everybody else, you know, I branched out from there, went to school for music and exposed to classical music and jazz and whatnot. Um, so branch out from there, but more modern stuff that like influences me now, at least as a bass player, I'm like a diehard Muse fan. Um, like what they do as far as theatrics and, uh, sonically is kick ass and I'm a big fan. Um, you know, the same as far with, uh, what's their name? Uh, Mars Volta, Juan Alderetti. Oh yeah. Uh, he's a, he's the man at just taking a bass and making it into a new instrument. And that's always been an inspiration to me, just making big sounds. And um, so that's, that's a big influence on how I approach it for us too. Um, so, so the spectrum is out. Singles, it, it is out, correct? The, the, your EP is out, correct? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. And um, so what's coming up here for you guys in the next six to 12 months, you guys going to do any touring? What's going on? Chris, you want to take yeah, that? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yes, yeah, it's Chris. Um, yeah, we're um, we are touring at the end of April. We're doing a. We might actually add a show, so it would be eight shows in nine days. Um, tentatively, Nashville and then Chicago, Battle Creek, Michigan, um, Columbus, Akron, Indianapolis, Baltimore, Philly, and then um, our, we're ending it with a home show in Hoboken, uh, New Jersey, at Maxwell's. Um, and then you know besides. Besides that tour that's booked up, I mean, the, the goal for the next six months is getting uh, getting the EP out there, getting Groundswell, playing as many shows as we can, um, hopefully getting some placements. Um, we're working with a couple different um, television companies to try and get the song on air. Um, and and uh, and then, you know, pushing the record and, and creating as big of a fan base as we possibly can and use whatever connections we made while we were all on, on different labels and, and trying to take this project uh, past whatever our our previous successes were. Are, do you guys have a record label supporting you? 
no, this is Chris. No, not right now. No, not right now. Okay. Is that is that something though that you're kind of trying to get the attention of possibly get the attention of a label? Because you guys have been like, what, uh, Fancy Reagan was was signed, correct? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Is that, is that something you guys want to do, or you want to do like totally the uh, uh, you know uh, DYI? Uh, um, you know, sort of. Bobby. Uh, this is Bobby. Uh, I think we never turned down a conversation for sure, um, but it's not at the top of our priority list. Our priority right now is touring and fan base and, um, you know, connecting with people directly. I think, uh, it's you know, we're, it's a different age of music, but it's a, it's a cool age of music where we can connect mm-hmm. with people online and directly get and grow everything ourselves as much as possible. And if that conversation with label comes at any point in that, we'll have it and, if it's a good conversation, you know, we'll, we're not turning anything down. But, um, yeah, our priority right now is definitely live shows and touring. Uh, Kenny, is there anything you, before we wrap up here, buddy, is there anything you'd like to add to the uh, what's going on? Um, if you're first-time listeners, I would say check us out. If you're looking to hear something that's a little bit more gritty and a pop end of things, uh, definitely give us a listen, give us a chance. And I think um, – you won't be disappointed, especially if you come to a show near you. Got um, it. Okay. All right, guys. Um, so is the best way for people to kind of stay in touch with what you're doing, is it, is it to go to uh, uh, your website, victorydancemusic.com? Yeah, I'd say that or anyway, follow us on Instagram. On Instagram. Okay, that's your preference. Okay. So you guys that's can my go Victory to, Dance. What, What's the Instagram? What is that? Is it Instagram backslash Victory Dance? Uh, my Victory Dance. All of our Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everything's My Victory Dance. My Victory Dance. All right, cool. Um, so, um, all right, guys, thanks a lot for hanging out with us today. Um, Thank you. Song, yeah. And Thank the song, you. <laughs> and uh, the song is really, really kick, kick ass, man. That uh, Memphis is a great song. So uh, you guys could, uh, I, you know, you guys probably have a really good future ahead of you, man. It's really cool. And uh, where you, oh, by the way, where are you guys uh, located out of? Where's your, where are you based out of? New York, New Jersey. New York and New Jersey area. Okay. All right. All right, gentlemen. Thanks a lot, man. You guys have a great rest of the day, okay? You too, man. Thanks you a lot. You too. All right. Take care now. All right. You Here. too. Yeah. Bye. Bye. And you guys have been listening to the Ludini Rock and Roll Circus, my interview there with the band Victory Dance. Um, there was a little bit of noise there on the line, so let me just uh, give you this, uh, that information again because I don't want you to miss it. It's uh, victorydancemusic.com, and from there you should be able to navigate to their social media. Um, all their social media is uh, My Victory Dance. So if you go to Instagram or uh, I believe that's what they prefer, you go to My Victory Dance, you can check them out. Uh, and the single is Memphis. It's a great song. You guys really enjoy it. We will definitely get it on the air. Uh, thanks once again to our sponsor, Positively Pittsburgh Live, pplmag.com. And if you love great independent music and you want to find a way to get involved and support it, go to supportindyrock.com. Uh, supportindyrock.com if you would like to get involved and uh, uh, you like stuff like this and you want to see this music out there and being uh, uh, promoted. That's where you want to go, supportindyrock.com. Remember, ludinirockandrollcircus.com is where you can hear a new music podcast every Saturday and a new new interview every Wednesday. My name is Lou Lombardi. Once again, that is ludinirockandrollcircus.com, and we'll catch you guys on the next podcast. 
With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.